welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my stinking co-host, Larry the Chili Boy and the Chilson. What is going on? Hey, back at the box office in separate states and all, you know. I know, we are back from San Diego. Man, I wish we wasn't back from San Diego. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I just, man, this always happens. This happens to me every time I go down there. It's like a week or two, I'm like, blah. Is it back to the movie sense or what? The who? The movies. Yeah, we in there. We back to the you movies. You went to Boston? Yes, I went to Oppenheimer on Friday. Okay. Which I'm so glad I did because, man, because like that, my my IMAX is just leagues better. No disrespect to Mission Valley AMC, but yikes. <laughs> yikes. I was, you and I were so geeked to get Hannah into her first a big IMAX movie. And I was yeah. so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Mission Valley, y'all need a whole damn rehaul. I don't know, dude. Like, where are the leather reclining seats? Where are the IMAX seats? Holy smoke. So I had to go see it. I had to go see Oppenheimer, like, somewhere else. And I did, and it was great. It was cold. The seats were cushiony. Man, I'll never complain about my IMAX theater again. Golly. (laughs) Anyways, what's going on, Larry? You back? You enjoyed your first time at San Diego Comic Con or what? Yeah, it was fine. Tiring. Was that your first fine. time at San Diego? No. But oh, it wasn't. Okay. First time to the con. No, oh, first time to the con. And you and you you had a good time. Yeah, we had yeah. a. Yeah. We'll see we really if I ever time. go back or if I try to stay away from y'all. I'm not sure, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a Larry. great time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we did we did a live box office last Monday, literally like two hours before Larry and I had to go catch our flights. So at least we're back home and stuff, and uh, we can re- do some of this box office, talk about it, because we have actually a lot to get into. There was no big releases this weekend, but we're still dealing with the, the, um, the aftermath of Barbenheimer last week, and Boy, do we have a lot to get into. So let's get right into it. Now we have the opening releases of Haunted Mansion and Talk to Me. We are looking at the weekend of July 28th, 2023. And of course, we have the second weekends for Barbie and Oppenheimer, a.k.a. Barbenheimer. So Larry, what came in number one? Yeah, so staying put at number one. We have Warner Brothers Barbie, which brought in $93 million in its second weekend of release. That is a very small 42.6% drop for a movie that opened to over $160 million. That brings Barbie up to $351.4 million domestic and 774. Five million worldwide after only two weeks in 
theaters. This is the biggest second weekend post-COVID and one of the biggest second weekends of all time. Absolutely incredible. I don't even know where to start with this number. 42 per... Like, I'm trying to get people to understand how rare, like, rare this is. Because the most modern movie that we can think of that has, like, oh, my God, the legs of this movie is, like, Avatar, right? But Avatar never opened to, like, 160, you know? Avatar opened to, like, I forget what The Way of Water did, but it opened to, like, was it, like, 130 or something like that? 120 something around that and uh even the even the legs for that movie wasn't this like strong second weekend and uh this number this this number is just absolutely insane 90 like 93 million dollars in week two um like avengers movies barely even do that stuff so this is this is absolutely nuts. Like I don't know what is going on. You said you went to the theater a couple times, and uh, when you said it, like you said, people were still in pink. Friday when I went, like yeah, when I got out of Opp- Oppenheimer, because of course it's like four hours long. But when I got out of Oppenheimer, it was flooded in that theater, just pink, pink, pink everywhere. I was like, oh my god, we're doing this again. Like I felt so out of place because I was in black. Oh. So I mean. This is nuts. I don't know what's going on with this movie. This is just absolutely nuts. Yeah, my theater that I, I know what it is. See, that I go to a lot, but I went and saw Ninja Turtles on Saturday, and they like put up because they didn't have one before. They put up this little can box display. <laughs> and oh, I don't did know they? If this did woman they? Woman was doing her bachelorette party weekend or something, but she was in like a pink bridal gown with the full like veil and everything and all these other women were with her doing pink someone went up and told her congratulations so i think she was doing some kind of party but yeah i mean it was pink 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 every i went like four times this week to the movies and it was pink in that theater every single time (laughs) yeah yeah so we saw it we kind of saw the writing on the wall throughout the week because it was having huge numbers each and every weekday. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my grandma to see it on Tuesday when I got back and our theater was literally, I don't think there was a seat open in the entire theater. Yeah. Like, every day this week I've checked pool, to the front. Yep. Every day this week I've checked and it's only been, it's only been like flooded. It's been flooded with just like, you could barely get any ticket. I'm talking all times too. Like, this yeah. feels like an event that we haven't had in a really long time. I can't even say the last time we've had like an event like this, like a, like a serious event, like an event. Especially film. for it to not be a superhero movie, like that's the yeah. Other like thing. I could think of like No Way Home, yeah, no maybe. Way home. And I think this had a bigger weekend than No Way Home did. It did. It did. Like it weekend, did. Which is ins- and No Way Home opened much larger. Um, insane. Insane. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Obviously, this is probably going to hit one billion by next weekend. It's going to be right around yep. that one billion mark in days. In days, three weeks. I mean, we're already at over almost eight hundred million dollars in mm-hmm. two weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just and movies stupid. just don't do that anymore. Like that's the thing. Like even your Marvels and your DCs, they just they don't do this anymore. So to see like. Oh my god, like the fact that it's at $775 million in just 10 days 
is nuts. And this is Barbie. I know Barbie the toy was big, but this is this is this is I don't know what this is. Even even like the toy I don't even think like when they were making this, they even imagined it getting this big. I think they probably saw what we saw. Okay, you know, we'll have fun. It'll do like a nice little 70, 60. But man, that marketing was like on another level. Like after seeing the way they marketed this movie, it's like, well, damn it. What else can you market like this? Because this is nuts. The answer is not more toy movies. The answer is like make an event out of your movie, make an event out of like coming out with another movie. I know you can't do that a lot. You don't want to do that a lot. Studios don't want to take that chance. But goddamn, like, I don't know if it, I don't know if it, it, it just reminds me of like, not obviously not the second weekend because the movie is not good, but like Suicide Squad's first weekend. Just yeah. the marketing and the music and the memes that this has garnered over time and the the you know opening up with another big tentpole movie and the t shirts. Like when when is the last time you saw t shirts with one name just sell the way these Barbenheimer shirts have been selling, you know? Like that is nuts. It's just nuts. It's nuts. It's like and I think Warner Brothers and Universal if Universal is like upset or slighted, don't be because I don't want to jump ahead. But like Oppenheimer, only it's not like Oppenheimer dips like sixty. Both of these movies, like both of these movies, are like propping each other up right now. Yeah. Both of them, and it's not like obviously Barbie is like on another level, but both of these movies are. They're they're like you know they're they're just they're helping each other. So I don't want anybody to be like, oh, when well, you release it the same day, dude. Oppenheimer would not be doing these type of numbers had it gone against nothing oh. in like a September, you know? No, like, I fully at all. agree. It was a a symbiotic relationship that I just don't think can really be manufactured. That's part of what's so crazy about it. Is it just kind yeah. of organically happened online? Yeah. This Oppenheimer and just exploded it and helped mm -hmm. both movies exponentially. I definitely do think there is something to be said, because uh, it's been, definitely been brought up, about having this blockbuster event film catered toward a more feminine audience mm -hmm. that's not action, that's not, you know, yep. superhero yep. and all of that. Yep. And they've come out in droves for this. Like it, yeah. it's an event that I know over 50% of the opening weekend audience was women. Obviously they stopped kind of taking that data after the first weekend. So we won't know mm -hmm. any further, but you know, they're bringing their man. I saw men in like can shirts. All, all the men are mm -hmm. in pink too. Everybody's in pink. Um, and they're, you know, everybody's coming along. So I think there's definitely something to be said about that. And I think that's why a lot of the, because let's be honest, particularly in this box office space, and we're two males here talking about it, but mm -hmm, it's dominated mm -hmm. by like men speaking and then a certain female YouTuber who gives craziness off all the time uh, in yeah. her box office discussion. But it was specifically when we talk about like box office and the box office numbers, it, it feels heavily male talk. So I think that's why people are like shook to their core at these numbers because for whatever reason, their viewpoint, they just can't comprehend like Barbie blowing the wheels off of the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
And I mean, uh, like you said, though, no one, I don't think anyone was guessing 1 billion by week three. I mean, like, no, no. Brother, Margot, Greta, no one was <laughs> ready for that. And I'm just so glad because Margot has also gotten this ridiculous um, reputation mm-hmm, yep. over the past, like, two years of being box office poison. Like, the, she's a flop at the box office because mm-hmm. of the project she's been picking. And I'm so glad she got this big win because yeah, same, shuts all same. that down. It's like, look, she picks a lot, like... Margot's one of those actors that she does do big films, but she also does a lot of like awardsy films, like Babylon. What Babylon what? Queen of vault? what was that movie? The Queen of Scots, something with uh, yeah, Saoirse Ronan. Queen of Scots with right. yeah, Saoirse. Right. Um, that other one she did last Amsterdam. Like yep. Yep. those, those were none of those were her fault that they didn't make their money. <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you know those people can shut up. All the go woke, go broke crowd can shut up. Um, oh man, they looking... went woke and it's making a hand over fist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, the hand over fist. It really is though. It is like I keep looking at the numbers and I always get excited when movies do this, and I'm just a astounded at this i am astounded at these numbers because somebody earlier was like well barbie is a well-known name guys okay let's relax it is but it's like bro if you want to go by that metric then the, the transformers movies need to be made should be making the same amount of money if that's the metric we're going by because like transformers when you know toys and stuff like that but like Barbie and it's not even like the movie is not catered to kids. It's not like a it's not a PG. It's not like it's not a catered to you know what I mean? Like it's not cater it, the movie I know it's called Barbie, but the movie is like I mean at least to me it's far from like I'm going to bring my 5-year-old to this. Yeah. You know, it's very mature. I would say like teenagers, you know what I mean? And and then like more so adults, but I've barely even seen children at this this has been like adults you know and it just became you know adults and young adults you know i uh i went to i went to my my local thrift shop that sells like movies and stuff you know used movies and all that stuff and there was a group of people there they were all in pink and i'm sure they were on their way to barbie right afterwards you know so it's just nuts it's absolutely nuts the thing too is when you're able to make something feel like an event like that where people get excited to just dress up and get a group of people together and go to something Mm -hmm. that I think that helps so much. That's part of the reason superhero movies, you know, at least for the most part do as well. Everybody gets dressed Mm -hmm. up. It's like your face, you know, you wear your superhero gear, whether that's t-shirts or whatever, and you get a group of people to go experience this thing together. And uh, obviously that's what we've been seeing. It's like just, droves like little groups and droves of people in pink head flocking into theater <laughs> mm-hmm. and i don't know i think it's um i've had a lot of fun with it obviously i love the movies that's partially why i just love seeing it do this but it's just so fun to see this for not a superhero movie and that's coming from someone yeah. who loves superhero movies i love them i go to all of them i usually like most of them um as long as they're not hot garbage, I can usually find some stuff to like, like and have fun with. But you know, it's just fun to see another film because even like the Jurassic World movies, even though they did huge box office numbers, like especially that first Jurassic World, 
-hmm. it didn't have the event factor that this does. So even if it ends up making more or or Avatar, you know, like Avatar obviously made uh, insane numbers, the way of water, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't an event. Like you didn't see people coming out in droves and like Avatar stuff or like everybody decided to wear blue to the movie, you know? like Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's so fun to to see it. It's not even group of friends too. It's mostly that. I think that's what's also helping this get such a big numbers. It's because, like, you don't want to... It's like you rarely want to see it by yourself. I mean, I could go and watch it by myself. But it's, like, it's fun to, like, okay, let's grab a group of five, group of four, group of six. You know what I mean? That's what we did. We all... We went... We were, like, eight deep in a row. (laughs) You know? So... it. So I think it's... I think it's that. I think it's, like, the fact that it's it's, it's been so communal. You know what I mean? It's like you want to. It's like a, it's like a community of people want to be together in groups to go see it. I think that's what's also helping it. Because I saw Avengers like Endgame. I saw Endgame like eight times, and I I went once with the group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this one is like if I if I want to go again like right now, I want to try my best to scrounge up like three four people in pink <laughs> and let's yeah. go there too. But like. I also saw couples. I saw couples yeah. in pink together, you know, full on masculine man with pink. And I'm like, let's go. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought it was, I just think it's been so cool, like what it's been able to do. And like, I don't even think we even thought about that when the movie was coming out. Yeah. We said it like when it was coming out, like, oh, we all should wear pink to go yeah. see it. You know, you saw those those posts on Twitter. Yeah. Like, oh, let's, let's put on pink. But like legit, the world took that serious. <laughs> And like, man, I came out of Oppenheimer so uncomfortable. I was like, damn. I was like, damn, on Friday. Yeah, one of my friends on Twitter, she went like for Thursday night, very first yeah. opening night. She was like, yeah, we went to see Oppenheimer first and we were in black and everybody yeah. else in our elevator was in pink. And they're like, oh, you must be the ones here for Oppenheimer. Yeah, it was, so. it was nuts. It was, and I think it's also, I think what's also great about this number two is the fact that you did mention the whole go woke, woke, broke, what I hate that word. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and whoever uses it or like is an idiot is an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> but so what I love about it is that I feel like this, you know, this feels like a Black Panther to me in a way. And and some with some communities with this movie, as far as the gays are coming out, the L, you know, the LGBT community as a whole has been coming out to see it. They have all genders in the movie. They have all colors in the movie, you know? And I think I've seen that a lot because it's not like, it's not like my, you know, everything, the theater that I was at, which is like all young white people. It was everybody, you know what I mean? was in pink, like draped in pink at my theater on, on, on Friday. And um, this per this, uh, someone that I met in, in line when I was at when I was at the uh, the thrift shop on Saturday, um, they were in pink and and I and I, and I asked them I was like, "Are you? What are you? Because 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 they had like a they had like a Barbie shirt, oh, and I was okay. like I was like, "Are you on your way or are you like coming from it?" And then and then they were like, "Oh no, I'm like waiting for like four of my friends to to meet me over there." I'm like, "That's just so that is so great. That's just so cool to me." Yeah. And the fact that, like you said, the big event movies is usually very masculine. Like men, just like okay, 
here's Spider-Man, here's, you know what I mean? So it was, yeah. I thought it was like really, really, I think it's really cool to see all type, all types of people enjoying the movie and having a good time with it. And continuously too, it wasn't a week, one week thing. Like this is, I mean, how long are we going to see this pink? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a different, not only even with like gender, it's kind of, it's really cool because it's a different genre. When is yeah. it like a comedy that does this? You know, like a kind of fantasy comedy. Mm-hmm. It's almost exclusively action-oriented films that go gangbusters. Even when you look at Avatar or, like I said, Jurassic World movies, Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. last year. It's almost always action movies that yeah, get these yeah. huge numbers. So to get a film that is not action at all, like it's sold as this comedy, basically, to do this is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's incredible. Honestly, it's so incredible to see. So, um, all right, let's get into. I mean, we'll see what happens because next week. But like, uh, you know, going comparing it to Avatar, and uh, you know, as far as droppings go, like Avatar opened to one thirty four, dropped to fifty two. You know, um, and then it, and then they had those small drops throughout the weeks. Yeah, that's when now hit its stride. Right. So now it's like with Barbie. Next week we had the we had the Ninja Turtles and I unfortunately for the Turtles, I mean I think Barbie's going to do that number one again. Honestly, I, I, I don't I'm see how it can't. Until I did my tweet, I hadn't realized that Turtles is opening on freaking Wednesday. On Wednesday, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, okay. Hi, Turtles. Yeah. I didn't realize we were opening Wednesday. Yeah, I I was like, oh, if I can't go tomorrow. I was like looking at my AMC and I was like, okay, I can go on Thursday, but that shit said, oh, come on Tuesday and Wednesday. I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. All right. It's a midweek opening. Okay. Um, yeah. And I don't understand why. Kind of weird. But... What is it getting out ahead of, Meg? Like, I have no idea. You know, yeah. Next like... week is. And I think the Meg could have been a really good opening, but this competition is crazy. Yeah. And I go beforehand. I just didn't see the Barbie competition as being like, I don't think any studio did. Like, okay, Barbie, it'll, it'll you know, have its fans for like two weeks. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like, if you're, if you're, who did the May? I think that's Warner Brothers, actually. <laughs> so like, but if you're like a TMNT or like a Sony or a, like a Universal, like, God damn it, man. Like, <laughs> I thought we were getting away from the craziness. Now we're like, we're getting... we were going to be like the first success of August. Right. Now we're about to get bamboozled by this pink train. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. I know uh, it's it did feel kind of weird walking around there. Cause I had like little turtle socks on and my little shirt mm-hmm. and I'm walking around here and it's just pink all around me. <laughs> and I'm in my pink. little Ninja turtle shit on, Wednesday, on Saturday. Pink. Like, whoop, okay. Yeah. Oh man. It is nuts. It is absolutely nuts. So, all right, number two, what do we got? Another right. way hold. Well, uh, showing the power of the Barbenheimer movement. At number two, we have Oppenheimer, which brought in $46.2 million in its second week of release, a 44% drop after the first weekend. That brings the latest Christopher Nolan film up to $174 million domestic and four hundred point three million worldwide after just two weeks. I have I have my mic muted, but okay. So Oppenheimer, I mean again, forty four percent, only two percent above Barbie's drop. I mean incredible. 
incredible. Yeah. That um, was the, I think that's what we were all waiting for, particularly I think with Barbie because it just opened so huge. Mm-hmm. I think everyone was kind of like, okay, is it going to be one of those that opens huge, but it has mm-hmm. mixed reception or, you know, all the event is yeah, over. Yeah. And particularly, I guess, when you look at it as like a dual film I've seen, <laughs> one of the Twitter accounts that like only focuses on box office Mm-hmm. has combined them as if it was one film so they're like doing barbenheimer they're doing them separate <laughs> as well but then they're giving yeah. you like a barbenheimer report on where it stands Ooh, <laughs> amongst the history serious. books um and yeah i mean a 42 and a 44 percent drop for these films in week two is insane with how big yeah. they did it's insane and i die again these studios they better be kicking their feet especially universal too like this is not a this is not a loss like yes you're coming in at number two but i mean you should have known that you was going to be number two you're three hours you're rated r this second week is kind of what we were expecting for its opening exactly exactly (laughs) and i think i think yeah that's a huge i think oppenheimer right now is that like what worldwide i think it's not like 400 that's great that's good 10 days 400 million that is good in a week. That that is really good for. I mean, listen, dude. I uh, our R-rated yeah. drama. I think so. I think what's appealing. I think like this. It's a tale of two audiences, really. I know there are people who are doing a double feature, Barbenheimer, and it's fun. But there are there is a tale of two audiences. I believe is that Barbie is skewing more younger, young adults even middle-aged whereas oppenheimer man that imax theater was old (laughs) (laughs) so that's no slight because listen they come out they came out they came out last year for top gun so i mean saying last week that's why i was a little bit more worried about barbie's drop yeah skewed younger because films that skew to older audiences tend to have good legs like yeah older folks were not concerned with no barbenheimer they they didn't care about going to they probably that actually deterred them they were like oh god i don't want to fight them crowds yeah so they came in next week and then they still got goofy i'll wait and there's still a lot that are like nah second weekend i can wait another third weekend trickling in and these legs i think oppenheimer is going to be holding really well throughout its Uh, yeah i agree i think Oppenheimer doesn't have anything. And it got an extension on IMAX uh, screens, too. Tom Cruise <laughs> is quaking. Yo, I mean, I think Tom Cruise really, I mean, we can get into it when we get into Mission Impossible, but I really think he was banking on last year, like Top Gun and like, yo, I'm that hot right now. Got him in place. Yeah, like I, I'm hot right now. Like, yo, drop my shit whenever. Let me get them. I drop it on a fucking Tuesday. Ooh. Let me get them IMAX screens. And then he got goofy. Like, man, Dead Reckoning is, like, nowhere to be found. It's just not making any moves right now for Dead Reckoning. So, yeah. I don't know. I but, don't know. I think low-key, I think he thought maybe he could steamroll Oppenheimer in that second week. I think, I think he, he thought cool. that, that shit is at five. And it's just there. Like, it's not... The drop for Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one, it's like... It's not bad at all. It's a really small drop, but it's Especially just like theaters, it got yeah, it's just it's just there as far as like box office. It's not like twenty five or nineteen or twenty. It's just like it's a ten million dollars. Yeah, you know. So it's just I don't know, but 
All right, let's go to number three because I'm annoyed with this release. Let's go. <laughs> so coming in <laughs> at number three, we have Disney's Haunted Mansion, which debuted to $24.2 million domestic and $33.3 million worldwide. The film did receive a B-plus cinema score, though it did come in below projections. We talked about it last week. The, the projection was looking around $30 million, and then even the lower projections were kind of like maybe 27 26 So it even came down on the low end of those as well. Okay. Bro. <laughs> Why? Like, Disney, like, they're not... They're not dumb. Why would you release in the middle of July? It's hot. There's no leaves on the floor. There's no orange to be seen. Dude, I said this earlier on Nightmares. I was like, I'm not saying that all horror needs to go to October. But Disney's The Haunted Mansion... (laughs) That like breathes October, like does it not? Yeah, I mean that just I breathes mentioned. October. Even like you had an excuse, like if, even if we were like, oh man, it's too late, we can't do it, we already got the screens, yada yada yada. Listen, when this like strike started, you should have been like, okay, we're delaying it, you know, to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they had all the time in the world. Like you saw Barbie and Oppenheimer. Okay, if this is like six months ago, you're like, ah, okay, we'll be fine, but. Like, a month or two ago, you saw the hype was crazy for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Move Haunted Mansion. I felt so bad this weekend for Justin Simeon at that director's panel. He's telling everyone to go get their tickets and stuff like that. I love him to death. I love him. I love his work. But this is not his fault. This I didn't see the movie. This is not his fault, though. This is... Why would you release this in the med- in like the end of July? It doesn't make any sense. It's like when they... I remember when they rebooted Halloween for Rob Zombie. It's called Halloween! And they released it in, like, August. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, why is this out in August? And, like, listen, I don't... Like, we had Talk To Me this weekend. I'm not over here saying, oh, my God, Talk To Me should be in August. I mean, yeah, sure, that would have been cool. But, like, horror does have a place throughout the year, okay? For sure. But these themed kind of summer film vibe to it a little bit, you know? It does, it does like like partying and stuff like that. But these like themed made for kids movies, I mean, these are Halloween, dude. Like it's like when Hotel Transylvania was coming out anywhere but Halloween, I believe I remember. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, that's like okay specifically in my review was it's not about just you know, ooh, spooky, straight to, to straight to, October. yeah, no, but uh, kids specifically because we do, we do get a little bit of an uptick of horror films, yes. which is great, which we love, but that's why a movie like Haunted Mansion needs to come out in October to give kids something to be a part of the holiday with. Give the yes. you want something to go see with the whole family. You're not going to go see something like Talk to Me or Halloween. It's too scary. You're not going to take kids mm-hmm. to that. And Haunted Mansion is the perfect film. 
to release yes. with a full family to go watch together, have Halloween fun, and it's good. Releasing it in July is nuts. It is absolutely nuts. I agree. <laughs> I yeah, I I think I asked, I think last week I was befuddled because we were doing a show, and I'm like haunted mansion, yeah, yeah, and then we were like July, and I'm like what? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense, dude. So listen, I'm not again. I'm not saying oh all horror movies you release them in July. Listen, I'm still annoyed that Paramount refuses to release Scream in like October because I just want to see what happened. What would a Scream movie do? in October one day, fine. But we were talking about this on Nightmares as well. Like, all year, horror has been doing well, you know, yeah. where the, where it's been at. You know, they, none, none of them were moved to October. They've all been doing really good. But something like this, that, like, that just exemplifies the end of, like, the start of fall, the end of September, like, sweater weather. Why the hell is it 90 degrees and there's a movie called Haunted Mansion out that doesn't even make any like, sense. They did like these little sort of pop-ups at San Diego Comic-Con, but they did them like so last minute. I guess there was a Haunted Mansion like pop-up that took place, but it, they like, it wasn't like the other interactions we did, like the parties and stuff. It just like popped up and like nobody really knew too much about what was going on. Mm-hmm. It, it's nuts. It's just ridiculous um, in literally every facet. And then like you have theme parks and this is a theme yes. park ride. Uh, hello tie it in like <laughs> your theme parks do halloween themes throughout october and so if you stupid, release man. your film in october and go full force marketing in your theme parks like yeah. it just makes no- nobody cares about haunted mansion at disneyland in july like what <laughs> no it's the truth and earlier too i was like i was like last week we were like okay haunted mansion doing 30 that's not bad I did not realize this budget was $150 million. So with that being said, this is a flop. Yeah, it is. This is a flop. And even with the, I know you cannot take movies out last minute, but you you have had to see the writing on the wall. It's like when Disney does not have properties that is not Star Wars, Marvel, not even Pixar. I don't even know if I can say Pixar. Live action Disney. Live, like if it's not one of those, man, you release it whenever. I feel like that's their mentality. It's like, and they don't market it crazy, like Strange Worlds and this. This is so frustrating because this is all. This is like Haunted Mansion. It's directed by a black creator, stars some great black actors, and it's like in the middle of July. It's like. <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. And, and and again, I don't want people to be like, oh, are you saying all horror had to go? No, dude. But it's like there is a reason why. I mean, there's a reason like horror does do better in October. That's like a fact. It, it does. Uh, most of the time, people want to see horror movies in October. Not after Halloween because Doctor Sleep came out like the week after Halloween Which and it bombed <laughs> and it was like ridiculous and I was like, why did you do that? Um, and it's like, no, after Halloween, people are now in the holiday mood. They're in the Thanksgiving and yeah. stuff. But listen, September and October, 
That is the month, especially for stuff like this. That's why the It movies were like, dude, it's end of September, man, going into October. And look at the result for those for those um It movies. You know what I mean? It's like, that is the month when it comes to like things called the Haunted Mansion. Like, man... Like- what do you Ridiculous. think of when you think of haunted mansion? A haunted house. A haunted and house. You can have our themes. haunted houses opened only throughout <sighs> September and October, and then they close. There's not a haunted <laughs> house in the world in the U.S. right now. So, like, what? What are we? It, it just makes no sense. None oh at all. I I don't get it. But yeah, that budget being a hundred. That's the other thing with Disney. They're yeah. pro- right now. I feel like they're kind of the worst perpetrators of this. That they just they are just throwing money. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. But we had what was that other three hundred million? Well, one of them was Disney with Indiana. What, Indiana Jones. Jones? But then what was the other three hundred million? Oh, Fast X. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no Disney. I feel like has become the worst. That they just give yeah. these insane budgets to everything mm-hmm. like no matter what the movie is they're just like here have a hundred million dollars have 150 200 300 million dollars like what um and i i honestly again no slight to justin simeon because i do love him i think yeah. it made it would have made him do more practical effects if they had not given him that huge budget and the ghosts would have looked a lot better because those CGI mm-hmm. ghosts were not hitting for me. I think they would have looked better practical, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's a bunch of things. It just it just oh man, it's so baffling. Again, too. And, and every single time with their yeah. movies, we're kind of like, well, this would be a okay opening. Even Indiana Jones, I was like, this should be a good opening, but it's mm-hmm. not because it costs so dang much to make. And that's the same thing with Haunted Mansion. Thirty million should be a pretty good opening for Haunted Mansion, but when it costs one hundred and fifty million to make, that's a flop opening. It needs to open to yeah. like sixty, seventy million dollars, and I just think, even have a chance. I think in October it would have gotten close. To like a, 15, a fifty, like a maybe a sixty. I don't know what. Let me go look at some release. I get so mad at release dates, what? man. I really do. I'm not an executive. I know that, but it's but like they, I mean, anyone with a brain. This is nuts. Yeah, I like. Like, listen, I'm not, and I know, like Dwayne. Well, I mean, what the both of them? What in the world? What are you say? First, the first haunted mansion movie they did with. Um, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. They randomly released that on November twenty sixth. What the hell? And what did that and, do? I mean, it also didn't do great. It opened about the same. It actually has a pretty much. It opened to twenty four million dollars. I think um, like over time that movie kind of garnered something though. So it's yeah. like maybe that's why. And maybe, but it's just like why, why, why won't they release these movies? I don't know. <laughs> November, it's like, okay. July, like come on. Okay, so here we go. All right. So listen, October 6th, 2023. When was this page updated? This was July 25th. Okay, this is fairly new. October 6th, we have no longer, we don't have Craven the Hunter. That's gone. So we have Killers of a Flower Moon. Now, I don't know why that's coming out in October. That should be moved to November. That's just me. But okay, October 13th, we have Exorcist. With the Native American component to that bill, move that shit as close November. To that's feeling. November as hell. Make I can't even mad. think of another. That, that I can't even think of another oh. November movie. That's November <laughs> as hell. I mean, come on now. Okay, October 13th, The Exorcist Believer. Great release date for that. That's going to do really good, probably. Okay, now we go into October 20th. 
again we have kills of a flower moon written i don't understand what's going on uh but october 27th five five night of freddy's is when you have that so i don't know it could have moved maybe maybe first weekend of october would have been great i agree i agree even though if craven would have came out if Craven would have came out, Craven probably would have. I mean, I don't even. I can't even say that because Morbius. I think not Haunted Mansion well. might have been able to beat Craven. Yeah, I can't even say that because I more. I feel like if you release Craven and that opens some Morbius numbers, what is that? Forty million. Haunted Mansion could have could have still done in a nice sixty. Especially as like a Halloween movie compared to just some random superhero movie dropping in October yeah. for no reason. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. So, I mean. Horrible. They really, just like we (laughs) talked about with Strange World, you're right. They really just left Justin Simeon out to hang. Like, they did. They did. He was, he was like, man, y'all go see this. He was at that damn panel. Like, just go get your tickets. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. All right. Can we, can we, honestly, can we skip number four? I mean, honestly. Like, what are we doing, man? Oh my god, and I, I got my okay, free go. tickets to it. They're doing their little pay it forward. I have a just get yep, go, go okay. So, go ahead, sound of I freedom. Have a grandma who wants to see it. Um, okay, so <laughs> no. number four, we got sound of freedom. It's fourth week of release from Angel Studios. It made 12.4 million, a 37 percent drop. <laughs> It actually increased theaters this weekend by 126 theaters, which is insanity. Uh, but the film is now up to $148.9 million. Yo, they're coming for mine and Dwayne's neck on Twitter, posting how it passed Scream's entire run. Like, chill passed. on my movie. Chill. <laughs> How it passed the Flash, his entire run. It's about to pass Elemental. All this, I'm like, oh lord, it's 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 nasty work out here, man. We are fighting for our lives. So here's what I'll say. Uh, Oh god, country music. Here's here's my big problem. So this my (laughs) it doesn't really. So this film shows it, but two instances in country music over the past like three years have shown it too in a more nefarious way. This is pretty nefarious in a lot of ways too. But like we always say with those god movies that come out, there is a play that like there is a space if you give conservatives this something that is being directed straight to them. And it's not horrible. Like, it's not a TV production, which I'm pretty sure Sound of Freedom is at least, like, a movie. It's not, yeah, like, something yeah, yeah. you watch and are like, what the hell? Why did this... <laughs> what is this low-budget TV mess that got released into a movie theater? At least Sound of Freedom is a movie. Um, so, it just shows. And kind of, in a way, like, we talk about with targeting audiences this little angel studios is mm. has shown to be effective at targeting that conservative audience and like infiltrating into there and getting them to go see it what i don't like is the again the whole weird political thing i don't know the whole pedophilia thing it's just the way that they've like marketed it on social media has been really nasty <laughs> yeah uh, i agree i agree but no seeing like the, the country music thing, uh, what drives me nuts and makes me not want to be a part of any type of country music fandom, even if I am, um, is twice over the past, like, three years, a country artist has, like, been outed as racist or done something really racist 
and yeah. their song has shot to number one on Billboard because that galvanizes that fan base to go support them. And uh, Morgan Wallen, I'll give him this, after he did his thing and his song went straight to number one and he sold all those albums, he came forward and said that that was really disheartening to see that they did that. And, you know, he did his little tour to try to, like, rectify what he did and yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. condemned country music fans for pulling that. But it still is just like... What are we doing? Jason Aldean now has never had a number one in his whole career on the Billboard Hot 100, and now he shoots up because people perceive his video as racist. What? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's horrible. It's nuts. But sorry, slight tangent. It doesn't have much to do with Sound of Freedom except overlapping audiences. <laughs> <laughs> I'll report back. Uh, I, I'm going to record my theater, y'all, because we need to see... Uh, is the theater actually sold or are they just buying tickets empty? Because that's been the conspiracy. So I'm going to be, I'm going to film it. I'm going to talk real tomorrow. If the theater has people in it, I'm going to say it like it is. But if that beach is empty, woo, woo, I'm going to jump on social media, y'all. Be ready. I'm going to record my theater when I walk in. <laughs> Oh Lord. Listen, all right, listen, let's get all to right. number four. I'm number five, actually. I, oh, so I was like, you want to do another round of number four now? No, no, number five. All right, number five. We have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, which made $10.7 million in week number five, which is a 44% drop. Actually, as we mentioned before, not a horrible drop, particularly. No, not bad. It lost over 1,100 theaters this weekend. Mm-hmm. So for getting slashed like that, usually when movies lose over 1,000 theaters, they dive bomb like 70%. So a 44, not bad. However, the film still is only up to $139 million domestic and $448.5 million worldwide. Yeah, like I said, like the, the drop is really, it's actually, it's, it's really good. But it's like it's a third weekend. It's I just it just I don't think they they just they underestimated just the fact that Barbie and Oppenheimer just is like skyrocketed surpassed this movie. Like well, Barbie like eclipsed it, but like Oppenheimer has already passed it by like by like forty million. So it's like it's it's like I don't know. This is tough though because I don't really know what what do you. Do you, I mean, should they have gone with a different release date? I think they, I think he was on the high of like, oh, Top Gun, look at how Top Gun did, maybe Mission Impossible. But I mean. And it does, I mean, it is a summer movie, you know, it's a big blockbuster actor. I don't know where else you release it. It just. I don't know neither. Maybe you. Do you take a chance and do like a. Hey, maybe they we can pass this as like a December movie. Yeah, like take that like um, Avatar slot, like try to try maybe to off something like that. But again, it's also a testament to the release dates issue throughout this entire summer with everything being so close. Like the competition is just crazy, and you're gonna have movies that are gonna overperform, and then you're gonna have movies that are just gonna get the short end of the stick. I mean. The movie theater is a lot of money these days to go see five. We can. I got the nice A list. Okay, I'm cool. 
But like, if you're a casual man, you gotta go. You gotta go to the movies five weeks straight. No, dude, you gotta sacrifice some stuff. And um, it is crazy. Like these prices for stuff, y'all need to chill, dude. <laughs> Yo, why the fuck is a regular popcorn and a regular drink nineteen dollars? Nineteen, and I'm usually a stickler for like, man, I don't really like bringing food in. You gotta support the theater chain. Fuck all that noise, dude. I'm bringing <laughs> shit in. I am that. Ne- you ain't never gonna see me concessions again. I am bringing stuff in. That is crazy work. That is crazy, Larry. I don't even want to know what you spent when you came into Barbie with all that shit. <laughs> I don't want to know. What you spent because my stomach will start hurting. I just, but yeah, I know it's nuts. And this summer, the films like Mission Impossible are definitely the casualty. Where I do, yeah, I, really, I think like, it would be performing better uh, if it didn't release right before two behemoths came out uh-huh. and just swapped it and everything else in their path. Yeah, but you know, Mission Impossible, we talked about it because we were kind of shocked with Top Gun because. You know, Mission Impossible is a little bit more, you know, of the Tom Cruise franchise, but it's never done nuts numbers. Like, this is still at the top end of a Mission Impossible opening, at least. Um, So they've never done, like, insane numbers with the Mission Impossible films, but I don't know. With the hype that they've been getting over these last few movies, everybody loves the last few, kind of like they were doing with Fast and Furious. Uh, I don't know. Even this one has great reviews and yeah, you know, pretty yeah. good word of mouth. So I, it just nobody cares. They'd rather go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. So, and that's the that's the un, that's the unfortunate thing about Mission Impossible. It's just some of these movies were going to turn into casualties this this yeah. this summer. You know, whether it's like Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. you know, this. <laughs> I mean, some some of these movies were gonna like. I mean, come on, well, it's just it's it, it's a lot to ask for consecutive blockbusters every week. So Indiana Jones, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, The Flash. Woo! I mean, fuck. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. So he let's, said, let's, he said, "Hold up, we can't let the Flash escape no, now, bitch. No, 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 the biggest no, bomb of the year. Hold up." <laughs> No, ma'am, because, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, yeah, you're going to have movies that are doing well, like the Barbies and the Oppenheimers. Didn't Barbie open to more than The Flash has made in its whole run, you list? You got to chill, man. You see, I didn't do all that. (laughs) I didn't do all that, Larry. Oppenheimer done passed it in two weeks, and The Flash just been sitting there. Is Flash even on the damn, like, top 30? (laughs) They take that shit off? Did they say fuck this, man? It is not even on this. It's one. not here. It's they right took now. that shit off. Oh my god. I still see the goddamn little mermaid and the flash is not. Across the Spider-Verse is still here too. Nine weeks Ooh. across the Spider-Verse. One listen, across the Spider-Verse, 1.4. That's great. Nine weeks. Yeah, listen, it's dude. It. But yeah, let's talk like, about the number six. We gotta talk about it. We were yes. scared, and I still we think it could have opened a little bit bigger, but I'm not mad at this opening. I'm not mad at it. So at number Ooh. six, we have Talk to Me, 
the new A24 Australian horror film, which debuted to just over $10 million. It released in a couple international territories for an additional 14000 So it's just about $10 million worldwide after one weekend. It actually had a really solid B cinema score, though, which I'm happy. I kind of thought so. This is definitely... It's like a good blend for A24 between your hereditaries yeah. and Midsommars, those, you know, the witch, those kind of real heady indie horror films and mm-hmm. a more mainstream kind of fun horror movie. This this is like a nice middle ground to me. So I kind of I thought and was definitely hoping it would play a little bit better than some of those others to general audience. Yeah, and I think it's because it's it's also too. You have a young cast. It's like very, you know, it's rare when A twenty four does like you know like the, it's kind of like a gimmicky movie too. So when you see the trailer and it has the A twenty four logo, it's like a little jarring because this <laughs> it does at first glance it gives off truth or dare. It gives off you know what I mean the like yeah. the the gimmicks like game. Friends, it takes a turn like a wish upon. It gives off at first glance, but then when you watch the full trailer, it's like, oh no, this is like something sinister. It's not, it's not cheesy, terrible dialogue bullshit. Where like (laughs) sixty-year-old men are writing for like twelve-year-olds and teenagers, and it's like it's it's good, you know, it's good. the The creators of the movies of the movie, they're both young. So they know what to write as far as for, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And the movie is just good. It's a good movie. So I think uh, the word of mouth probably helped. And uh, listen, they got to start selling them hands because I want one. Knowing A24 is going to be $500 on their website. Um, That's right. (laughs) I'm expecting it to be like, okay, honestly, I'm expecting expecting the price of like one fifty. I'm like, you know, A24, they're the other one, just like their movie theaters. You're like, oh, okay, no. some hot dog finger hands. And then you look <laughs> at that price and you're like, are you? Oh, well, how much dog. were those? How, hold on. How much were those hot dog things from everywhere, everything, everywhere? I don't even remember. I just know every time I look at that damn every A24 website, I'm scandalized. No, it's uh, nuts. It's nuts. Like, why the? $75 for some hoodie that just says A24 on it or something. <laughs> and you're like, what? Why the Come fuck is now. my mid this midsummer collectors thing was like sixty dollars? <laughs> like why? Online ceramics slash talk to me mine. Uh huh. They don't have the handout yet. Whoa. Now, see, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? No, they got a damn sweatshirt on the front. A hundred and five dollars for this damn talk to me sweater. Yo, that hand is about to be like you, right? It's about to be like three hundred dollars, man. I want. I'll, listen at that at the party. I almost grabbed that shit and put it in my bag, man. I almost grabbed it. <laughs> nah, Dana would not let me. Five for a sweater? Oh no, no. Nah, Dana no. would not let me. Dana saw the movie. She would not let me have that shit in the house. It's crazy. I want it though. Say, come on, Dana. <laughs> that shit Grab was cool. Hand. Grab that hand, right? There. You knew what she was gonna do when you was like when you brought that hand out in the trailers. Like you knew everybody was gonna want the hand. I want the hand I so bad. I'm like, well, who's got the it's a gay? <laughs> did you see that? Did you see on Twitter where somebody was like, it's a gay hand? The guy, the, oh, the hand is gay. 
not the damn wristband. I can't. <laughs> oh man! All right. Any other stories from the uh, the uh, box office here? All these drops are pretty solid to me. Yeah, they had some good solid. Oh, I did just see that Insidious: The Red Door worldwide has become the biggest Insidious movie at 174 million worldwide. Yo, look at Joyride! Oh. What the hell? We, oh my! God, man! Just let that out to die. Eighty-seven thousand dollars. Miguel Min already down at sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's about I can't. That joyride really makes me annoyed, man. Oh my god! I know. It's I mean it's horrible. Meanwhile, how <laughs> we still got the goddamn Little Mermaid, Transformers, and Spider Verse up here above, like mm-hmm. new stuff like Joyride and stuff and DreamWorks Ruby Gill. Like, I, I can't believe Spider Verse. Actually, I can believe it after we went to go see it last week at Comic Con because that theater was like fresh people. I was so shocked. And Elemental, we uh we have been talking about it. It continues to just have continues. really good legs, and yeah. worldwide, it's actually up to almost four hundred million at three hundred ninety five. So the my guess is that because definitely helped it. My guess is that that's probably the true kid movie out right now at the moment. Yeah. The, the you know the true notable one at least. Whereas Haunted Mansion is like I'm not taking my kid to that. It's not Halloween yet. <laughs> If it was October, yeah, but not right now. Not right now. It's fucking. We just we just came from the damn pool or something. What the hell are we doing in the haunted mansion? Drives me insane. Is haunted mansion? Oh man, whatever. Uh, Okay, so next week, what do we have next week? TMNT. Team. All right, what are we thinking, Larry? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Um, what about tracking? I haven't been on tracking in a really long time. I haven't looked at tracking and the Meg too. Meg too. I can't believe that's already releasing. It feels like it's like a next year movie. Honestly, I, I forget that it's like I'm like, damn, the Meg Two is coming out. I love the first one. I had so much fun with I it. I had a lot of fun with it too. So yeah. Hey. So I'm like, how the hell is it <laughs> number two? So I'm gonna try to go see TMNT early, like a like either tomorrow or Tuesday or or even Wednesday, and then I'll do Meg Two sometime this weekend too. Let's see. So Box Office so, Pro as of seven twenty seven. Had TMNT for their three day at 20, 27 yeah. to 36. 36. Not bad. That's what. Yeah. Meg to 22 to 27. That could have been better if they if that release date wasn't the same. But that's not their fault. I mean, you can't like you can't change a release date like a week before, two weeks before. You know, unless you're Gran like, Turismo. <laughs> unless you're like right. Unless you're Gran Turismo. Okay, can we talk about that? What a weird strategy. So Gran Turismo, Sony says, we're going to push it back like two weeks, okay? Yeah. And we're going to let the fans promote our movie from here. So they're adding, I know there's an early showing already at AMC, and then they added an AMC Investor Connect already. So they're going to be doing all these little pre-showings, thinking Mm -hmm. that that's going to help advertise their movie. It was also the Regal Mystery movie, this last one. Oh, was it? Yeah, so they are just showing this Gran Turismo, hoping and praying to God that the fans, I don't know, drag people to go see it. Yeah, uh, no, it's I not. I don't think that's going to work. But no, okay, Sony, you might as well have just left it where it was, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know why you delayed it two weeks. And then real quick, uh, Blue Beetle's tracking has not changed. It's It's gotten worse, I think, 12 to 17. Hey, don't talk to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but now everybody, the new thing on Twitter or X, it's like oh, everybody's like, oh my god, Zack Snyder just said he's gonna go see it. And I'm like, guys. I'm like, listen, Snyderverse, if this is what it takes, I'll go to the dark side, bitch. Okay, you're right. Snyder, I was dear, like, Snyder, folks, let's go. Come on to the no, theater. I was like, Larry, come. What do you think that's going to do? That's You think that's going to boost it like 30 million? Do you not remember what happened to Black Adam when they said Superman is back? And they God, pretended I... like they were high. Yo, they pretended like this was the second Messiah, and then them opening weekend numbers didn't move. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, man, it's unfortunately there's nothing we can do about Blue Beetle. It sucks. It's gonna look yo, really Strange bad. It's about to body Blue Beetle. Yeah, and you're gonna get you're gonna get the weird. Ooh, you're gonna get the weird people that came out for In the Heights when that didn't do crazy. Remember that. And they coming again. Remember the fucking uh, no excuses. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it it should have been like a, but then like, but then like, uh, what was the movie? Uh, West Side Story. Side Story. Like <laughs> West Side Story did the same exact box office. It was like, oh, you know, it's a uh, it's the time of the year, and it's uh, you like know, it's... three times the budget. <laughs> I hate people so much. It's so stupid. Oh man, wow. but um, all right. Go woke, go woke, go broke. About to have a field day with Blue Beetle, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, but there's nothing we can do. It's just gonna. We gotta. We gotta. That's just why take- Marvel's bitch Disney get on the Marvels. I can't. I can't. It won't be bearable. I won't. I can't get on YouTube if that flops. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. So Disney, yeah. find something to do, please. No yeah. more Secret Invasion. All this mess. No. <laughs> Which I'm, which by the way, I wanted to like be correct in my talking of shit because I don't want to. I hate when people talk shit about something they haven't seen. So I am watching Secret Invasion. I'm on episode three. I'm like, this is this, this this show is so boring. It is so nause. It's like a you. This show should have came with a prescription of like, of like sleep medicine or something. Oh my god, I am like, I am trying my best to get through episode six, but Jackson, chill. But if this was your lead up to the Marvels, god damn. Whatever, we'll see what we need you to hit, bro. (laughs) No, for real, because this is crazy. This is crazy. All right, let's get out of here. That's it, everyone, for our episode of the Box Office Report. Larry, let everyone know they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on X at ChiliBoyYT <laughs> or over on YouTube and Instagram at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, you can follow me on Twitter. I am not calling it that. On Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. That is it. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. And by the way, we should be getting back into schedule this week. If the news is like popping starting tomorrow, we can do a world show and maybe sometime this weekend, Cinemania Live will be back with Hannah and I. And uh, yeah, that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.